Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Destiny Wells is running for Attorney General. Okay. Well, I guess I guess someone had to. I mean, it is Democrats living up to what they do best in the state of Indiana. And something Republicans have yet to learn to do, run every race. Run someone in every race, everywhere. <laughs> well, I should say, I got a little choked up thinking about it. Um, uh, they, they didn't run a Democrat in the 13th District of Indianapolis. No, they let a socialist just run unfettered. So did the Republicans. Uh, a guy who is calling for the elimination of Israel, in my view. Uh, that, that's, that's, that's you, Democratic Party. You, you know the Republican Party in Indianapolis is inept. That was you. You could have done something about it. You could have backed the Libertarian. Oh, well. They run somebody in most every race. They, they missed that one. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Destiny Wells, most famous for losing to Diego Morales for Secretary of State, now becoming the Stacey Abrams of Indiana by running again. Okay. What let her let her let her run? But I I must uh, state because I'm staring at the IBJ story. Uh, you think the reprimand of uh, the current Attorney General Rokita about Dr. Caitlin Bernard is going to be the thing that takes him out of office? I don't think you understand how poorly Dr. Caitlin Bernard is viewed when you discuss the idea that she went to reporters. When this story got leaked, what got leaked from somewhere, who did you go to? How did that conversation take place? How it's going to be viewed by the electorate? You want to argue that abortion will move people to the polls? I get your point. And it has shown successful. I don't know whether or not it will be as successful in the the state of, of Indiana. But we should also be clear, Dr. Caitlin Bernard, in my view, is no hero. She isn't some great truth teller. She, she isn't standing up for, for, for anybody. In some level of conversation, she let it known about the medical issues of a nine-year-old. Wasn't this kid nine or was this kid 12? Of a child. Can we just say a child? If you, if you, if you want me to look at that and say, good on her. Sorry. And if you want people in the north and the south of the state to say good on her, Indianapolis is not Indiana. Indianapolis should matter. Indianapolis should be leading the way. Uh, (laughs) 
But dear Lord, if you're gonna if you're gonna make this a one subject uh, election, I mean you're totally gonna make it a one subject election. Just remember, you don't have a totality of thought there by any stretch of the imagination, not at all. Also, it should be reminded uh, to people that um, Destiny Wells couldn't beat Diego Morales. And that guy's terrible. I don't know how he is as Secretary of State. I haven't heard yet how the election went in terms of any issues. But as a candidate and hiring his brother-in-law, best of luck, Destiny Wells, running for Attorney General for the Democrats. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. I would put the president's stamina, the president's wisdom, ability to get this done on behalf of of, uh, the American people against anyone, anyone on any day of the week. Okay. His stamina and his wisdom and ability to get, well, I don't even know what this is, uh, what she talks about, get this done. You would put up the president's stamina and wisdom against anyone. All right. Well, I mean, that's a very disqualifying statement right there, Corinne Jean-Pierre, White House Press Secretary. Me, I'm Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. This is how we play our game. Um, that's That's a nutty, childlike thing to say. You might as well just say, my dad could beat up your dad. That's what, that's what it is. That's what, that, that is nonsense. That's embarrassing. But this is how the White House talks. This is how so many people talk in, in society. And, they, and they, they, they speak in these very, very low statements. These highly emotional, near guttural kind of, kind of responses. It's it, it, it's no way to actually run a country. But I share with you now a, a, a one, two, three. I wasn't actually planning on doing any Israel talk today. I didn't really have much on, on the board. And it's not that the subject isn't important. It's that there are, there are other things. We have to be keeping it all, you know... In, in our heads, we got to be covering everything. But I got to give you the one, two, three. And really, none of this is about the, the war itself. This is about responses. What's happening on college campuses? And how it is that people are going about trying to defend what you know to be the indefensible. Like how uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre says that the president's stamina and wisdom she would put against anyone. It's childlike. The hatred is very, very real. But the radicalness of the hatred and then being called out for it is is something else. Here is a Wake Forest professor who has resigned. The professor stated, and I like Wake Forest. I think, you know, I've only seen pictures, but it looks pretty. I want to visit. Posted on social media content that defended Hamas. She wrote on uh, the the Twitter, 
It's kind of a dub, but if you turn me out of my house, plow my olive groves under, and confine what's left of my family to the small impoverished state you run as an open-air prison, I could be tempted to shoot up your dance party, yeah, even knowing you will scorch the earth. Wow. So... Uh, you were never turned out of your house. No one plowed under your olive grove, and uh, there's no open air prison thing. Uh, that that commentary, Israel keeps Gaza like an open air prison. This is again childlike pablum, not based in reality. If only because Israel does not run Gaza, Hamas does, and Hamas is a terrorist organization that doesn't worry about getting the people fresh water. They worry about rockets they can fire into Israel. They're still firing rockets into Israel while they make this nonsensical, nonsensical demand for a ceasefire. You understand they would keep firing rockets even under a ceasefire, and the world would be like, "Oh no, Israel, you can't respond. Ceasefire, remember?" Again childlike pablum so this wake forest professor after posting that is now resigning she already deleted the post the university told her maybe making things harder on the muslim population oh is that what wake forest told them and now she's upset uh that she can't express herself and now she's resigning I didn't say you couldn't express yourself, but you do uh, have a job and that might reflect poorly on your uh, employer. What? Your desire to kill Jews based on lies. I mean, that might look unfavorable. People might look unfavorably upon you. Then we go to Maryland, where they had a task force that was aimed at combating hate crimes. One of the members of that uh, task force who serves as the director of the Council on American Islamic Relations, that's CARE, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Maryland office, had posted on Facebook, going back to October 26th, quote, I will never be able to understand how the world summoned up rage for 40 fake Israeli babies while completely turning a blind eye to 3,000 real Palestinian babies. See that? Israel faked the attack. Babies didn't die. It's not real. But we know the number in Israel. We don't know the number in Gaza because you cannot trust the Gaza Health Ministry because the Gaza Health Ministry is Hamas. Her name is Zainab Chowdhury. That moment when you become what you hated most, as she posted, including two photos of the Brandenburg Gate in Berlin. One showing it lit up with the Israeli flag in solidarity uh, with Israel, and another from a 1936 ceremony when it was decorated in the Nazi flag. So she's in charge of uh, rooting out hate crimes, and this is her take. This is America today. The people are stunned and amazed that we notice how bigoted they are, or when they straight out lie to us. So Ilhan Omar decides that she's going to have a moment 
in, in, in connecting with Jews. And connects with Jews by talking to Rabbi Jessica Rosenberg. I had never heard of Rabbi Jessica Rosenberg in my life. CNN had Rabbi Jessica Rosenberg on, um, on their show, on one of their shows. Now, in the photo I saw with Ilhan Omar, Rabbi Jessica Rosenberg is wearing a mask because COVID or something. On TV, just, uh, Rabbi Jessica Rosenberg has a full beard. Rabbi Jessica Rosenberg is a man. So you found a transgender rabbi to be on the side of Ilhan Omar, who works at a, at a group called Ben the Ark, which is funded by George Soros's son, and who had been thrown out of Democratic fundraisers, as is reported, for heckling Joe Biden. This is who CNN picked and said, yes, let's put this person on the air. This will really explain to people why Israel's the problem. The hate, the lengths, what it says about our education system, what it says about the so-called decent people and the, of course, nonsense of these uh, types of organizations that are going to root out hate crimes. Usually the most hateful people, as we've seen. And, of course, a media that isn't serious about addressing the issue, which is the terrorist organization Hamas and the people in the United States who support it and why they continue to run cover for those people. Well, see, it wasn't really about Israel. It was about more about us. We've got problems. Thanksgiving is just days away. How can we help? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Producer Jonathan behind the board. Matt Bear in the traffic center. Ryan Hedrick bringing you the news and sports. And Kurt Darling somewhere trying to figure out where he can get another donut. All everybody, all the people, everyone ready to help. And what we want to know is, how can we help you for Thanksgiving? What are your Thanksgiving questions? You got to figure out how to deal, navigate the politics. 317 239 9393. You need uh, advice smoking your turkey. 317 239 9393. You want to know how to uh, get those bourgeois shots of Matt Bear. 317 239 9393. Insta. Oh, in- Insta? Insta, yeah, yeah. I'll oh, get it to you immediately. Yeah. Okay. If you've got Venmo. You've got photo. That's pretty sure that's how he runs his operation. Of course. Uh, we we, we want to help because people people freak out over Thanksgiving. The people, the preparation, the everything else. I, I don't believe it should be a freak out holiday. Um, you know, we're, we, we are doing it and because of timing. We are doing Thanksgiving lunch and someone said it's Thanksgiving. It should start at noon and end at midnight. Like that's the way it, it, it should go. Just, just an all day affair of just eating and maybe less talking, but it's the way we're doing it. And the, also the way we're doing it, I've, and I've never done this before in my life. I've never done it this way. Personally, uh, it is fully kosher, complete every, everything. Every part of it, fully kosher. So much so, we brought in the new plates. 
brought in the new plates. Who does that? Uh, we, we did. We did. So so that it's it's going to be a little bit different. Recipes are not going to have the same taste. They just can't. Anytime you're replacing butter, I believe you might be committing a sin. It's a question I have for God that we're going to have to really get, have a debate about. Uh, but but it's it'll just be different. But so that's that's for me. If you've got something, we want to help. 317-239-9393. Now, producer Jonathan is having his first Thanksgiving as a married man. A little hand. A little something. Woo! Producer Jonathan uh, right there. Um, and and have you contributed at all? Are you contributing to this Thanksgiving meal? So we actually had our Thanksgiving with Amelia's dad's side on Sunday, just due to schedules and stuff. So I've already had one, and we're having a second one on Sunday with her with her mom's side. But we okay. made brownies on Sunday, and they were very delicious. You, um, this conversation went in a couple weird ways. Hold on. Yeah. So you, you had a Thanksgiving already. Fine. You're going to have another one on Sunday. Fine. You didn't answer what you're going to do on Thanksgiving. Okay. And somebody made brownies. What kind of brownies were they? They were chocolate peanut butter with chocolate chips in it. They were chocolate peanut butter. With extra chocolate chips. With chocolate chips in them. They weren't um, special brownies at, at all? No? No. That would not have gone well. Grandma oh. on weed would not be great. Oh, Grandma had a brownie? Oh. Oh, now it has to happen. Hold on, hold on. We'll we'll we'll, we'll get you with 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 one of the people in the newsroom. A lot of them highest kites, and uh, and they'll get you a good recipe. Sounds good. They'll get you a good good recipe. I'm not going to say uh, which one it is because I don't actually want to get sued. But um, <laughs> but if, but you know what? If I knew them better, like I do, I do keep a little bit of arm's distance. A lot of respect for the newsroom, but I try not to get too. To involve because with, there's a difference between what we do on the commentary side and what they do on the news side. So what are you doing on Thanksgiving? That's a great question. We're heading over to Amelia's parents. We're going to meet uh, her her Grammy and her pap over there. Um, eat really good food. I think we're doing steak and, and instead of turkey. Which did I'm, you say? I'm, did I'm you always say Grammy and pap? Grammy and pap. Love them. They're great. Oh. Oh, God, you are so freaking homespun. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I, I honestly felt like I was talking to a Norman Rockwell painting for a second. <laughs> That's how good that was. Grammy and Pap. That's, that is, that is awesome. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I don't, I never had a Grammy and a Pap. A Bubby and a Zadie. That's right. That's the, the Yiddish word, like or Hebrew that. word for, for grandmother. Bubby. It's funny because it's true. Ah, oh, we'll get more into how we can help for Thanksgiving. Let us know. 317-239-9393. Twitter X at Tony Katz. We want to help. Let us do it. Tony Katz 93 WIBC. Good morning. So Trump sends out a letter from his uh, doctor Letting everybody know that he's in great health. Ah, he's in excellent health. The best health I've ever seen, ever. Preemptive move because people want to question whether or not he can cognitively do the job. 
The people who won't notice any problem with Joe Biden now want to question the mental acuity of Donald Trump. We made a different argument here. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. We said age is going to come up in this election. It's going to come up on both sides. Everybody should question everything and everybody will. It's exactly what should happen. But I will not listen to anyone, and neither should you on the left, who won't notice that Joe Biden is doddering. Joe Biden is old. Joe Biden does this weird jog thing, like this jog trot. Look at me, I'm young, I'm going to run to the door. He walked away, he was doing the whole turkey pardon thing yesterday. And he has these moments where he clearly is in charge of his own faculties. He's answering questions and reporters are yelling questions and he's, you know, answering and then saying, all right, I shouldn't answer that. And then he has moments where he's like, I don't even know I'm supposed to be here. And like, he just leaves events. He just leaves events. And he, you, you see his staff, people like Anthony Blinken, the secretary of state, cringing when he answers questions, as uh, Blinken was when uh, Biden was answering questions re- regarding uh, China and referring to Xi Jinping as a dictator, etc. And you're like, well, he is a dictator, so it's good that he's doing that, except um, you don't know if he's doing it because he means to or because he has no control of his faculties. That's exactly the point. But uh, the Dr. Bruce Aaronwald describes himself as Trump's personal physician since 2021. Uh, says uh, that he's, he's healthy as a horse. He's just ready to go. Just a, just a giant amongst men. I don't know. Is, is his, his physical health can be excellent for a guy who's 77. But I love how CNN writes this. The letter is written by the doctor who describes himself as Trump's personal physician since 2021 and comes after Trump, 77, has made verbal slips that brought his age to the forefront. How many pieces do you think they have like that on Joe Biden? This is why you cannot trust media at all. You cannot trust uh, a, a mainstream. They make it this way. If they had been honest about Joe Biden's lapses from the beginning, this would just be a story. Well, yeah, you know, you're 77. You get older, there's questions. Age is, of course, going to come into the conversation. Age, of course, comes into play. And the people who are supporters of Biden and then supporters of Trump who don't admit that, well, are just silly. If you ask America, though, who is more uh, up to the task, they'll tell you Donald Trump. That's not that's not debate. They will tell you Donald Trump is more up to the task because, well, clearly he is. That's the honest answer. Clearly he is. More ready, more capable, more aware. This is now where we've gone to. This is the bar for finding a president. Are they cogent? Good Lord. Goodness gracious. But I won't listen to the left uh, talk about Biden's, uh, uh, talk about Trump's age. You get called an ageist and all sorts of things for talking about Biden's age. Say whatever you will. And remind those people when they talk about it, 
that they're just awful. But we should ask ourselves whether or not age will come into any level of effect that will help other candidates, specifically Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. I have seen no proof of this at all. I'll go through the numbers. I'll run it through with you where we are in the latest polling. What do you believe? What do you not? Does any of it matter? Does any of it matter? Iowa's coming up. And I'm, I wasn't going to go to Iowa for the caucuses. Um, I'm wondering if I should go to Iowa for the caucuses. Maybe I should be there. But I don't know if I want to be in Iowa in January. But it's worth experiencing. So we'll, we'll figure it out. 